Hello, this is Adele Satori, and you are listening to the Crafting the Spirit podcast, where we use creative practice and meditation as a means of self-discovery. In today's episode, I talk a little bit about changing perspective and exploring new ways of expanding one's universe. Dreams have always held a lot of significance for me. They're so rich with symbology and meaning and I think a lot of times it's our brain sorting things out in unique ways that we might not think of in ordinary consciousness. So right now I'm going to invite you through a meandering and and how everything came together and, and how I looked at things a little bit differently. When I entered the consciousness of my dream the other day, I was in a large meeting room. It seemed craftsmen in style, with open rafters and large light fixtures with amber panes of glass. The quality of light, though, was harsh. The room was filled with women, mostly, wearing activewear and seated on their yoga mats. I was at the front of the room, and at first thought I was leading the group. Gradually, though, almost as if I was being nudged away from my seat, were a man and woman clearly in charge. The woman was dressed like the other women, and the man was dressed business casual, with a very thin black belt, worn a few notches too tight. The women in the conference, one by one, were bringing up small tokens they'd made as part of an exercise. One brought up a slice of wood with writing on it. The couple asked her what it meant. She shyly muttered something, and then the couple interrupted what she had done and told her what to do next. She went back to her mat, looking disheartened. And so it went, person after person. They would open up a little, were told what they should do, and return back to their place, defeated. From out of nowhere, as it so often happens in dreams, came a man dressed in full punk regalia, shaved head, black leather motorcycle jacket, all black clothing with paint splatters and patches, boots. His process art was huge, and he distinctly made the couple leading the workshop uneasy. His art immediately brought tears to my eyes. It was a large frame of roughly hewn timbers that looked a lot like a torture device. Suspended in it a few inches above the ground was a rectangular slab of stone. It looked like it was hewn with the same tool that shaped the wood. It had a chain wrapped around the center, but somehow he'd managed to connect the stone so it looked like it was floating. Above the stone was floating a bouquet of dried brambles and large dandelion-type flowers. If I could figure out a way to make this sculpture in waking life, I would. It was so very powerful. The couple quickly moved to conclude the workshop, but I kept pushing to hear what he had to say. Eventually, they relented. I'm going to leave this path, the artist said. I'm going to pursue mathematics. And he went on to say how he didn't want to leave art because it was his soul, but mathematics was more practical, and he could manipulate it to make a lot of money, and someday, maybe someday, he could get back to art. 
I asked him what the art represented to him. He replied that the stone was obligations weighing him down, yet somehow also his strength, and that the chain was binding his power. When I asked him about the bouquet, he responded, I just put it there. I invited him to explore deeper. It's my hopes and dreams. My hopes and dreams are withering away. I asked him to explore his desire to focus on mathematics, to consider that mathematics, once you dive in deeply, is beyond numbers. I mean, look at the beautiful art created by fractals. That maybe if he got curious, he would see a correlation between the kind of art that he did and math. That he didn't have to have just one life purpose. That sometimes goals can get in the way of our true heart. And then I woke up thinking about the dream, but also the good old, the glass is half full, half empty thing. And you know what? The glass is never empty. The space above the liquid is full of things we can't see. Air molecules, microscopic bits of plants, stardust, music, maybe magic, maybe universes. We see the glass as half full or half empty because that's what our perception has been conditioned to see. And what about the world outside of the glass? What potential is there? What if there was no glass at all? What would happen if we approach other things in life with this shift in perception? I invite you to stop reading or listening for a minute and pick up an object near you. Look at it with your ordinary vision and then begin to look at it differently. Get curious about the texture, the weight, the smell, perhaps the taste. What are the stories behind any markings on it or how it came to be in your possession? When you're ready, explore something going on in your life, a goal maybe. Sometimes when we hyper-focus on a goal, we can lose sight of other corollary goals that might support it or be a more fulfilling way of being. Some people know from an early age what they were meant to do or be, and others spend their whole life seeking, aching for meaning, or what they long to do or be doesn't fit into everyday existence. Many of us believe we have a life purpose often just outside of our perception, or we've been trained to think of it as impractical or not noble enough. What if we were to consider the possibility of having multiple life purposes, working in partnership, or look at the deeper meaning of our goal? What basic needs are we wanting to be met with that goal? Love, attention, money, appreciation, 
what would happen in our life if we shifted our perspective for looking at our life purpose as a way of fulfilling our values and embodying those values of kindness, of compassion, uh, beyond survival and the day-to-day that we've been trained to see. And even in our creative practice, if you do one, if you shift your perspective beyond, I'm going to sit down and write this music. If you sit down and say, what is the shape of this note today? If you're drawing, what is the feeling of the texture of the pencil on paper? How is my hand moving through space when I dance? Try this out this week and let me know how it goes. As always, thank you for listening. I love you.